Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Welcome to Women on the Line, one of Community Radio's National Women's Current Affairs programs, produced at 3CR Community Radio in Melbourne and broadcast nationally on the Community Radio Network. I'm your host, Hope Matumbu. Women on the Line acknowledges this program is produced and presented on the sovereign lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We acknowledge elders past, present and becoming, as well as the owners of the land you are hearing us from. So we have a room full of new female founders, emerging female founders, founders who've done stuff before, amazing female founders, empowered female founders. And we have an, uh, just an equal representation from investors, mentors, potential employees, maybe some tech specialists, some MBA students. Who knows? You'll meet them tonight. The Melbourne Accelerator Program, also known as MAP, was launched in 2012 as the first university-aligned startup accelerator in Australia. In February 2019, in partnership with Startup Victoria, MAP hosted an event called the Female Founder Connection, a dynamic and vibrant night of networking, especially for female founders. On this show, you'll hear recordings of that event featuring a wide range of speakers from the startup and investment sectors. You will also hear two interviews. One with the MC of the event, Judy Anderson, who is also the CEO of Startup Victoria. The second interview is with an attendee of the event, Natalie Swedosh, who's also the founder of Strike Up a Chat. First, let's hear from Judy. My name is Judy Anderson and I am the CEO of Startup Victoria. We are Australia's largest community of practicing and aspiring founders. We focus mostly on Victorian founders, um, predominantly those who are based in the metropolitan area. We exist to support founders to succeed. Everything that we do is based on either providing professional development opportunities or personal development opportunities for founders to help them grow their business. And tonight is a really big part of that. Um, Something that we see is, particularly within high-growth startups, is they're inherently tech-based. And within the tech community, there is not a great gender diversity balance. Um, There's lots of stats around how they get less VC funding, how it's actually harder to find talent, um, less opportunities available to women-led businesses in Australia who are working in high-tech startup. But we're not actually seeing a huge amount of action, people putting their money where their mouth is to back women-led business in Victoria. So Um, We've partnered with the Melbourne Accelerator Program to run Female Founder Connection, which brings together women-led businesses and startup founders who are looking for support and people who can actually provide that support. What we see from an event like tonight is that women-led business in Victoria get a leg up that they wouldn't have if they didn't come to this type of event and they didn't get to meet with those who are in the room. So uh, welcome, welcome to the Female Founder Connection. Um, a bit of backstory as to why we're doing this and where this all came from. Um, did anyone in the room come to Startup X event in partnership with One Roof and NYOB last December? Yep. Anyone come to that? Amazing. Could you keep your hand up if you came as a founder? Who came as a supporter? And the other hands that didn't go up for a second time, you were just there for the beer. Thank you, NYOB. 
Um, and so uh, off the back of that, where that first event came from is um, One Roof. If you haven't heard of One Roof, it's a, a women-led business co-working space in the city founded by Sheree Rubenstein. And we were just having a chat. She's an industry partner of Startup Vic. And we were talking about how well-known the statistics are around diversity and inclusion within Australia and within startups in Australia, and particularly high-growth tech startups. And I'm not going to sit here and rattle off all of those statistics. Obviously, you opt in to that uh, challenge. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here. Um, it's not going to tell you how to suck eggs. Obviously, gender and uh, equality is important. But what we were really curious about was how many conversations happen in this field. But what we found really interesting is there's a lot of conversation about it and a huge amount of advocacy. Like, we've seen great support come from some of the leading VC firms in Australia that are putting some hard metrics into diversity and inclusion in their selection around who they fund. Like, we're seeing amazing action coming at the top end, but in the sort of middle market of the community um, and even at the grassroots level, that advocacy isn't being turned into action. And we thought, well, what can we do about that? How can we turn all of this goodwill that clearly exists in our community and turn that into something that concretely adds value immediately to a woman who's trying to start or scale their business. So our idea, what we had last year, was we'd invite as many people as we possibly could, put them in a room and facilitate some connections to happen and try and force people to give concrete commitments. And so by commitments, what we mean is actually putting your money, your space, or your time, or your products, or your service where your mouth is in terms of supporting a woman-led business. As a woman, how did you end up in this sector? What was it like um, yeah. for yourself? I ended up in this sector, actually, because I've always been fascinated by entrepreneurship. Even when I was a kid, I grew up in the bush, so there wasn't much to do. So I was always building things and breaking things and inventing things. And so for me, starting my own business and working for myself was always a natural path, something that I wanted to do. Um, then post my studies, I really got curious about science and neuroscience and organizational psychology. So I spent some time working in an innovation consultancy, helping big, large firms across the globe self disrupt and what I realized I was doing was actually teaching established organizations how to outlast their startup disruptors and I realized I was working for the enemy and my tribe are really startup founders and those who choose to solve problems that are really difficult to solve and they do that through creativity and technology and they they really bring the future far, like faster forward for us so that's when I came to Startup Vic and thought how can I help founders grow their businesses have better skills and like succeed a little bit sooner so just a just a startup stalker more than anything. I absolutely love the people that I get to serve. Women on the line. Could I just get a quick show of hands? Who here tonight came as a supporter of women-led business? Put your hand right up. Awesome. That's great. Um, all right, and we'll do the other side. Who tonight came as a woman either running or aspiring to start a business? Could you put your hand right up for me? <laughs> Woo! Yeah, give me a round of applause. Awesome. <laughs> Who gave me a mic? This is terrible. Um, so that is why we're all here, is to facilitate the connections between those two groups. So if you are here as a founder, the most important thing you can do is pitch quickly and specifically. So the way that tonight is going to work, you'll have two rounds of lightning speed mentoring. Two rounds. The first round goes for 10 minutes, and so you're going to have three rounds 
and then three minutes each within that first round. So you're going to have three opportunities to quickly and efficiently pitch A, who you are, B, what your business is, and most importantly, what is the one thing that you need help with? And be specific. It could be, I am still cafe hopping and I need someone to give me a desk in their office because I need Wi-Fi and a place to have meetings with prospective clients or customers. It could be that you need cold, hard cash. Your cash flow is busted and you don't have enough money to pay yourself at the next pay run. So you need five grand to get through the next couple of months. Um, Or maybe you need mentorship. Maybe you're trying to expand into a different market or you're trying to get into a particular type of customer and you don't really know the best way to go about that and so you need advice or some coaching. So just choose the one thing that you need the most and pitch that straight away. So for founders, you've got about a minute and a half to get that out. So that is my advice for founders. Be quick, be efficient. For supporters, some important advice for you guys as well, guys and girls. So for you, again, it's the same advice. Be specific. But my second piece of advice for you is don't just be specific about how you can help. So again, maybe you have space, maybe you have cash, Maybe you have in-kind products and services that you can provide to help that founder. But the biggest thing you can do is commit with concrete action exactly what you're going to give. Write it down on a piece of paper. Write it down on your business card. The last thing that we want, like tonight would be a catastrophic failure if all of the women-led businesses in here walked out with, let's catch up for a coffee. That's that advocacy. We want action. That is what tonight is all about, is action, not advocacy. My name is Natalie Swedosh, and I'm the founder of Strike Up a Chat, which is a social enterprise to bring friendliness back into the public, back into the community, and back into fashion. There's a deficit in communication within our cultures, and... Australia is becoming quite an unfriendly place. When I've talked to people from other countries, they've listed Victoria and Sydney on the bottom list of friendly places. So Strike Up a Chat seeks to address that deficit and bring chat back, create a difference, get people's stories, share, share an enjoyable moment with them. For me, as a woman um, woman founder, just the support of being around other inspired minds and of people who give a damn as well, for me, that's really inspiring. Um, also, just connecting, um, getting a network of people who have a similar vision, but they have a different approach to it. I find that wonderful. And it's ironic because, I mean, the, the theme for, for this whole event that you're attending tonight is, um, I guess, a, a speed dating theme where, you know, and speed dating is about people connecting to have a chat. So how's that been for you? It's really funny because I did once go to a speed date th- thing or event. For and romance. Yeah, for yeah. romance. And... Um, I struck up a chat with a great guy. We didn't really have a romantic connection, but to this day, we're just great platonic friends. Mm. And um, this event, it is very similar to speed dating in that you don't really know what you're getting beforehand, but you just move along and chat to someone and mm. 
I think at the end of the day, everyone has a bit of an interesting story and, um, yeah, sometimes there's a commonality and you can find common ground with anyone, anyone you talk to. Mm. And the startup world is an ecosystem, as Judy described it as well, so there's always something new to learn about what people are starting up. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I found it really quite fascinating how... People have different approaches, especially within the social enterprise scene. Um, there's quite a few people here that do have social enterprises, and I just, I just love their passion for. You know, they've all got such a great social conscience, and they really feel for what they're um, promoting and for their product. And you know, we've all got that in common. We're very passionate about making a difference and mm. just different ways and different approaches. Yeah. Where can people go if they want to connect more with Strike Up a Chat? Well, they could go to the Facebook page, the Strike Up a Chat. They can start by liking. They can go to Instagram. Um, or if they think that they want to just check out the No Obligation Chat Ambassador Scheme, they can, in 10 days' time, go to the website and, yeah, get the cards. It's absolutely obligation-free. You can chat as often or as little as you want. You can post to our Facebook page or not, as you, as you like. So, um, yeah, there are lots of benefits. Mm. Women's on the line. <laughs> oh, women on the line. Women on the line. <laughs> <laughs> On community radio around Australia, you're listening to Women on the Line. You were just listening to Natalie Swedosh, founder of Strike Up a Chat. I was speaking with Natalie at an event hosted by the Melbourne Accelerator Program in partnership with Startup Victoria. Next up is more audio from the event, as well as snippets from my ongoing conversation with the event's MC, Judy Anderson, who is also the CEO of Startup Victoria. 300 founders last year got concrete commitments from the community. They got cash, they got space, they got in-kind products and services. So let's see if we can beat last year. And thank you very much to the whole team at MAP for putting on this second event. This is exactly what we wanted. We didn't want just one event in time. We wanted to create a bit of a movement around backing women-led businesses and turning advocacy into action. So thank you so much to the MAP team for taking it up and running the next event. So... Without further ado, we've got a handful of women-led business supporters who have turned their advocacy into action, and they're going to be up here reverse pitching exactly how they support. So if you're not sure what a good reverse pitch looks like, those guys are going to show it off for you. All right. Hi, everyone. My name's Rachel Yang. I'm the investment manager at the Giant Leap Fund. So we're Australia's first 100% impact-focused venture capital fund. So we invest in startups that are uh, using business as a force for good. So what does that mean? Um, generating financial returns as well as social and environmental benefit. So our belief is you don't have to trade off one for the other. Uh, you can have both. Uh, we invest across three themes, health and wellbeing, sustainable living and empowering people. We're a $15 million fund, predominantly Series A focused, uh, which means a million dollars in ARR for us. So that's annual recurring revenue. Uh, we do have a small allocation for seed stage businesses, so just a bit earlier than that a million dollars. Um, so just come and have a chat uh, if you are that bit earlier. Our typical check size is $500,000. 
Uh, we do have that seed allocation, as I mentioned, which is $100,000 that we invest. So um, what else did I need to say? How we are supporting gender um, diversity in our portfolio. So we have a gender diverse uh, investment team, which means, well, I think that's contributed to the fact that our portfolio of 10 companies is relatively gender balanced. Um, but uh, it's not good enough to kind of pat ourselves on the back for that. We have only 30% of our deal flow that we see from female founders. So we try to kind of run events, attend events, to encourage more female founders to come and see us. Um, we run open office hours, so just half an hour where you can book in, come and have a chat to us in a friendly environment, ask us any questions so that you don't have any surprises when you're raising funds. Um, so I'm looking forward to meeting more of you, uh, at least six of you, um, in the next session. Thanks. Our next reverse picture, we have Ariane Barker. Are you around? Ariane is from Scale Investors. So she's going to tell us who she is, what Scale Investors does, and how they support women-led business in Australia. Off you go. Thanks, Hi, everyone. I lost my voice last time I did this. Um, so I will try my best. So hi, I'm Ariane Barker, CEO at Scale Investors. Who are Scale Investors? Some of you might have met us. Um, we are the only and the first female VC group, angel investing group in Australia. We've been doing this for six years. Um, we invest at the angel seed level. What does that mean? Come and talk to me afterwards. I'll try and get as much as I can in two minutes. Um, we have, um, due to our focus, we have a whole membership full of angel investors who have a passion and a purpose around backing female founders. We also back gender diversity clearly as a result of our focus. So we're not looking for only female-led businesses, we're looking for businesses that have gender diversity clearly represented. Many of our investors will not invest unless there is a female founder who owns at least 25% of the business that is looking for capital from us. We are always open for applications. Um, we have a round open at the moment. We've just finished screening seven amazing female founders last week. We have the unfortunate position to have to filter those down to four who are coming back to present to us again next week. And we have a rolling cycle. So we always get back to our female founders who apply to us. We always get back to gender balanced team who apply to us. Even if it's a male-dominated um, team and we have had men apply to us and we have to, you know, again, go back. We're very respectful for that. Um, and we are industry agnostic. However, our network is comprised of people mostly from technology, professional services, legal, health, lots of actuaries. So we're looking at infratech quite closely. We've actually been seeing a lot around HR tech recently. So there's a lot happening. We're very happy to co-invest with Impact. We're very happy to co-invest with the other groups that you'll be hearing from tonight. But a reminder, we're the only ones who do this solely with the female focus and the female filter. Why? Because the statistics don't lie. Um, average check size, by the time we get through the whole process, and our process is about six to eight weeks, we're increasingly um, applying more rigor around our process because we have had feedback that due to our membership model, it can take a bit more time. And because we're not a fund who's allocating a check from a fund manager, because we're a membership-based organization, we do have to get input from all of our investors. That cycle is about six to eight weeks, and we keep that pretty tight. I'm around if you want to have any chats. Thank you. Women on the line. So our next reverse picture, Maxine Lee from Scalata Ventures. Maxine, where are you? Here. Oh, I hear a voice. I see a face. All right, take it away, Maxine. Thank you. 
So, hi everyone, my name is Maxine Lee. I'm the COO of Scalata Ventures. We are a new seed investment program established last year, and our aim is to invest in 60 companies over the next three years. How much? Up to 250K per company, $100,000 upfront when you are selected into the program, followed by an additional 150K if you hit your program and revenue milestones, which is predetermined at the start of the program. What else do I need to talk about? Investment mandate, we are open to funding startups of any industry, uh, but we do have a focus on capital efficient businesses which have modest levels of revenue or attraction. For example, you might um, want to show that you have evidence that a small group of people really love your product, whether you're a B2C or a B2B company. Timeline, we are looking to invest in April to May this year. But we're talking to founders now, so I'd love to hear from you. Hit me up on LinkedIn, Twitter, or on our website, scalata.co. In terms of gender diversity, we know that diversity in teams, as well as across companies in a cohort, makes a significant impact, which is incredibly valuable. Um, and we're really conscious about how we've built the program and the selection process. So I think the first step to this is really understanding and spending a lot of time with the people that you're trying to build the program for. So last year, during our customer interview process, we went out to a whole group of founders, made sure it was gender balance, and the whole team got on board, and we spent a lot of time speaking to women about what kind of program they would like to see, what um, challenges they were facing at their stage of the company, and how we would help address that. Um, and I know from personal experience how daunting it is going out to raise money. We're doing it ourselves. Um, you know, knowing who to go to, how to navigate, what you need to prepare in terms of documentation, when to approach your investors. So at Scalata, we will spend time dedicating to help you one-on-one -on -one develop your application, go through any issues that you might be facing, checking in and working through um, challenges, even if you're maybe a few months away from being ready to apply. So come and speak to me afterwards. Thank you. And uh, our last reverse picture for the night is from our home turf, Lakshmi from Melbourne Accelerator Program. Come on up. Hello. Hi, everyone. It is so fantastic to be here among you guys. I'm like, it's awesome to see so many women founders here, supporters and investors that support diversity and gender and all of that. It's fantastic. Thank you so much. Well, a bit about myself. I am the Accelerator Manager at Melbourne Accelerator Program. Melbourne Accelerator Program is backed by one of the most prestigious universities, not just in Australia, but in the world, Melbourne University, which means that you get access to a lot of resources from the university, be it the labs, be it the expert advisors, be it the interns. Um, and we give $20,000 equity-free funding. What that means is we really understand what it is to take your business to the next level. We don't provide um, you know, large amount of money like the investors do, but what we do is provide that connection to these investors. What we are looking for are founders that, uh, that have impact in their, um, in their core DNA, so impact through social impact or impact through economic impact or impact through environmental. So if you're a business or, or a, you know, you have a startup idea that is creating amazing, um, you know, amazing business business and also solving some of the most pressing issues that our community faces, we'd love to hear from you guys. Another thing that uh, because we are part of the university, right, uh, for us, 
Our focus is around community. Our focus is around founders. Our focus is around fostering that culture of innovation and entrepreneurship in our ecosystem. And for us as university, um, Backed Accelerator, it's really important to give back to our community. So this is where we have our community of founders, we have community of mentors, we have community of investors, and we, we talk to them often and get ideas on how do we translate that to um, taking ideas into a greater, in the greater society and, and creating that impact and really solving those hard issues that our country faces. And if we want to make Australia as one of the leading, you know, tech or let's say leading startup community as as Silicon Valley or any other places, what we need to do is we need to invest in our community. We need to invest in our structure, infrastructure, and this is what we exactly do at NAP. Investing in founders, investing in our community, and together we're hoping that one day we will get there and be a really be known for not just the most livable city in the world, but be known as hey, really agile team of people that come from Melbourne that, you know, that have these amazing ideas that change the world. That would be mission accomplished for us. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for being here tonight. What a finish. Um, it may be daunting for some people listening to think about startups. You know, it feels like technology in the future. You have to have a certain kind of mind. You know, people are like, Bitcoins, what's that? You know, um, but for anyone out there who's listening, who's got an idea, how can they get connected with Startup Victoria and, yeah, be part of the future? Yeah, you don't have to be a tech founder to help bring the future forward. Like some of the best founders that I know don't even know how to write a single line of code. Like they are in brand or they're in marketing or they're in like communication or strategy. So um, even if you just have a great idea and you're not sure where to start, like aspiring founders are a huge part of our community. So the best place to go is our website, which is www.startupvictoria.com.au. And there's a newsletter sign-up form on our website. We send a weekly community update of all events, all job postings in startups and news and stories. So even if you just want to dip a toe and see what offerings are out there, that's what I'd recommend you do. Just sign up for our newsletter and, and that's almost like the pulse of everything that's happening in Victoria. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us on Women on the Line, Judy. No worries. Thank you so much, Hope. Have a good night. Thank you. We've come to the end of my conversation with Judy Anderson, CEO of Startup Victoria. Judy was also the MC at an event hosted by the Melbourne Accelerator Program in partnership with Startup Victoria called Female Founder Connection, a dynamic and vibrant night of networking, especially for female founders. And that's all for Women on the Line today. Women on the Line is a community radio national women's current affairs program. It's produced and presented by a range of women broadcasters from 3CR in Melbourne and broadcast across Australia on the community radio network. We greatly appreciate financial support from the Community Broadcasting Foundation. We welcome your comments or thoughts on today's show, so send us an email to womenontheline at gmail.com or phone 3CR on 03 9419 Women on the Line programs can be downloaded from our website, www.3cr.org.au forward slash womenontheline. The theme music for Women on the Line is Slideshow at Free University by Le Tigre. I'm Hope Matumbu, and I hope you can tune in again next time.